Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 930 in 716. As Buffalo Bills head coach Sean McDermott likes to say, trust the process. But I'm not sure how much anyone on either side of the political aisle is trusting the Supreme Court confirmation process of late. I believed he was going to rape me. I tried to yell for help. When I did, Brett put his hand over my mouth to stop me from yelling. This confirmation process has become a national disgrace. This is the most unethical sham since I've been in politics. Both sides, I believe, were, were done wrong by the Democrats trying to scuttle his nomination by any means necessary. I'm Tim Wenger on 9:30 and 7:16. Wow, just one word. Wow, with procedural votes scheduled perhaps through the weekend, the fate of Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh hangs in the balance on the testimony of a woman who accuses him of sexual assault when they were in high school. His accuser, Dr. Christina Blasey Ford, testifying under oath, telling senators she was terrified to come forward to reveal what she says Judge Kavanaugh and a friend of his did to her. Dec- Decades ago, Terry Moran has more on this part of the testimony. Before a packed hearing room in an extraordinary time, she raised her right hand and swore to tell the truth. My name is Christine Blasey Ford. After days of partisan wrangling and fierce debate, the floor was now hers. I am here today not because I want to be. I am terrified. I am here because I believe it is my civic duty to tell you what happened to me while Brett Kavanaugh and I were in high school. In her own voice, Dr. Ford telling the senators that Judge Brett Kavanaugh and his friend Mark Judge sexually assaulted her when they were teenagers at a small gathering of high school students. Early in the evening, I went up a very narrow set of stairs leading from the living room to a second floor to use the restroom. When I got to the top of the stairs, I was pushed from behind into a bedroom across from the bathroom. I couldn't see who pushed me. Brett and Mark came into the bedroom and locked the door behind them. I was pushed onto the bed and Brett got on top of me. He began running his hands over my body and grinding into me. I yelled, hoping that someone downstairs might hear me. And I tried to get away from him, but his weight was heavy. I believed he was going to rape me. I tried to yell for help. When I did, Brett put his hand over my mouth to stop me from yelling. This is what terrified me the most and has had the most lasting impact on my life. It was hard for me to breathe, and I thought that Brett was accidentally going to kill me. Both Brett and Mark were drunkenly laughing during the attack. They seemed to be having a very good time. Mark came over and jumped on the bed twice while Brett was on top of me. 
And the last time that he did this, we toppled over and Brett was no longer on top of me. I was able to get up and run out of the room. Directly across from the bedroom was a small bathroom. I ran inside the bathroom and locked the door. I waited until I heard Brett and Mark leave the bedroom, laughing and loudly walk down the narrow stairway, pinballing off the walls on the way down. Dr. Ford says she ran from the house and never spoke of what happened there for years. I was too afraid and ashamed to tell anyone these details. I did not want to tell my parents that I, at age 15, was in a house without any parents present, drinking beer with boys. I convinced myself that because Brett did not rape me, I should just move on and just pretend that it didn't happen. Dr. Ford says in the days since she went public, she's faced death threats and such constant harassment that she's had to move her children. I have been accused of acting out of partisan political motives. Those who say that do not know me. I am an independent person and I am no one's pawn. Dr. Ford testified that after the assault, she struggled in school in forming new friendships in her relationships with boys. What is the strongest memory you have? Strongest memory of the incident, something that you cannot forget. The laughter, the the uproarious laughter between the two and their having fun at my expense. You've never forgotten that laughter. You've never forgotten them laughing at you. They were laughing with each other. And you were the object of the laughter? I was, you know, underneath one of them while the two laughed. Two, fr- two friends having a really good time with one another. Before the hearing, Republicans were suggesting that perhaps Dr. Ford was mistaken about just who attacked her. Today, Democrats asked her again and again. What you are telling us is this could not be a case of mistaken identity. Absolutely not. Is it possible that you would mix them up with somebody else? No, it is not. With what degree of certainty do you believe Brett Kavanaugh assaulted you? 100%. Republicans asked no questions. They delegated their time to a veteran Arizona sex crimes prosecutor, Rachel Mitchell. She did not question whether Dr. Ford had been assaulted, but she did ask why none of the other students Dr. Ford says were at the party have said they remember it. Are you aware that they say that they have no memory or knowledge of such a party? Yes. Dr. Ford revealed her allegations to her local congresswoman in July, but her story didn't become public until about two weeks ago. Republicans are furious with Democrats over this. Dr. Ford took and passed a lie detector test. The prosecutor wanted to know more. Did you pay for the polygraph yourself? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I believe you said it hasn't been paid for yet. Is that correct? Let me put an end to this mystery. Her lawyers have paid for her polygraph. As Republicans just sat there in silence, Democrats heaped praise on the witness as she held back tears. And when it was over, a gracious moment from Republican Chairman Chuck Grassley. But I thank you very much for your testimony. More importantly, for your bravery coming out and trying to answer our questions as best you could remember. 
Brett Kavanaugh for his part responding to the testimony of Dr. Ford saying he was innocent as he took questions from Prosecutor Rachel Mitchell and Democrats. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham strongly defending Kavanaugh and condemning Democrats. Mary Bruce with more on the Kavanaugh rebuttal. Gripping his wife Ashley's hand, Judge Brett Kavanaugh walked past the cameras into the Senate committee. Then, in a voice filled with anger and emotion, he proclaimed himself an innocent man. The day after the allegation appeared, I told this committee that I wanted a hearing as soon as possible to clear my name. I demanded a hearing for the very next day. Unfortunately, it took the committee 10 days to get to this hearing. In those 10 long days, as was predictable and as I predicted, my family and my name have been totally and permanently destroyed (coughs) by vicious and false additional accusations. This confirmation process has become a national disgrace. Judge Kavanaugh blamed a, quote, frenzy on the left. A Democratic senator on this committee publicly publicly referred to me as evil. Evil. Think about that word. And said that those who supported me were, quote, complicit in evil. Is it any surprise that people have been willing to do anything to make any physical threat against my family, to send any violent email to my wife, to make any kind of allegation against me and against my friends, to blow me up and take me down. He said the hearings will leave a scar on the country. This whole two-week effort has been a calculated and orchestrated political hit, fueled with apparent pent-up anger about President Trump and the 2016 election, fear that has been unfairly stoked about my judicial record, revenge on behalf of the Clintons, and millions of dollars in money from outside left-wing opposition groups. This is a circus. Still, he vowed not to give up. I will not be intimidated into withdrawing from this process. The vile threats of violence against my family will not drive me out. You may defeat me in the final vote, but you'll never get me to quit. Never. I'm here today to tell the truth. I've never sexually assaulted anyone, not in high school, not in college, not ever. Then, choking back tears, he said he never sexually assaulted Christine Blasey Ford. I'm not questioning that Dr. Ford may have been sexually assaulted by some person in some place at some time. But I have never done this to her or to anyone. That's not who I am. It is not who I was. I am innocent of this charge. I intend no ill will to Dr. Ford and her family. The other night, Ashley and my daughter Liza said their prayers. And little Liza, all 10 years old, said to Ashley, we should pray for the woman. It's a lot of wisdom from a 10-year-old. We mean, we mean no ill will. 
Building his case, Judge Kavanaugh produced his evidence, calendars from the summer this assault allegedly happened. He says he was never at the party Dr. Ford described that it would have been on his calendar. A drunken early evening event of the kind she describes presumably happened on a weekend. If it was a weekend, my calendars show that I was out of town almost every weekend night. Judge Kavanaugh described wholesome teenage years of sports, hard work, close friendships, and church. He admits he drank, but not to the point of blacking out. If every American who drinks beer or every American who drank beer in high school is suddenly presumed guilty of sexual assault, we'll be in an ugly new place in this country. Once again, Republicans let that veteran prosecutor, Rachel Mitchell, handle much of the questioning. Have you ever engaged in sexual behavior with Dr. Ford, even if it was consensual? No. But Democrats demanded that Judge Kavanaugh call for a full FBI investigation, something President Trump has refused to order. Why would you resist that kind of investigation? Sir, I, I welcome, I wanted the hearing last week. I'm asking about the FBI investigation. There, the committee figures out how to a- ask the questions. I'll do whatever. I've been on the phone multiple times with committee counsel. I'll talk to... Judge Kavanaugh, will you support an FBI investigation do, right now? I, I will do whatever the committee wants to... Personally, do you think that's the best thing for us to do? You won't answer? Finally, Republicans who sat quietly for most of the day unloaded. If you wanted an FBI investigation, you could have come to us. What you want to do is destroy this guy's life, hold this seat open, and hope you win in 2020. This is the most unethical sham since I've been in politics, you have interacted with professional women all your life, not one accusation. You're supposed to be Bill Cosby when you're a junior and senior in high school. And all of a sudden you got over it. It's all politicking now, right? And that's what political insider and WBEN contributor Michael Caputo, well, he knows best. The problem we have here is that Dr. Ford's anonymous allegation was held for six weeks before finally a staffer, a Democratic staffer uh, out of the Congress, whether it was a Republican, I'm sorry, whether it was a Democratic House member or or, or Dianne Feinstein, leaked her uh, letter to try to, in a late stage, uh, end the Kavanaugh confirmation process. Both sides, I believe, were, were done wrong by the Democrats trying to scuttle his nomination by any means necessary. Uh, You saw that yesterday with uh, the questioning, during the question and answer period of uh, Brett Kavanaugh. Senator Feinstein was scrambling, trying to make excuses. Why during an interview with Brett Kavanaugh, where they were discussing all the personal uh, allegations against him, they didn't bring up this letter three weeks ago. And yet at the same time, there was a member of her office Uh, recommending an activist Democrat attorney uh, to represent Dr. Ford. Uh, And I think a lot of this, you know, the blame for this lies in the office of Senator Dianne Feinstein. Michael, didn't yesterday show that the political divide is deeper than ever and this tone will only prevail going forward? And it's going to spread, too. It's going to spread to other people. Um, It's not going away. I think the Republicans need to show some spine and vote him out for confirmation. 
and then seat him on the, on the Supreme Court of the United States. Because we cannot have this uh, pollution and, and absolutely visceral uh, manipulation of a constitutional process. It's absolutely ridiculous. I, I mean, when I watched Dr. Ford, I thought she was authentic. I really believed that something happened to her. I believed that all along. I've never changed my opinion on that. Watching her gave me an opportunity to see a little bit more about her, and so I thought she was a very intelligent. Her, her responses were very educated and intelligent. Interesting that she knows so much about the topic because of her uh, career. Uh, she was able to shed some light on some of the technical things as well. But Brett Kavanaugh also stood up showed some spine and, and pretty much let the senators and the entire American people know that this, uh, he believes these allegations be absolutely false, and he's not going to step, you know, stand down and let his family be absolutely destroyed by Democrats who will do anything to seize power. Michael, you said that uh, Dr. Ford was credible, Brett Kavanaugh was credible. You had uh, Senator Graham saying Ford was just as much of a victim as uh, you, referring to Kavanaugh, is how can you have it both ways? Well, because they're both victims. They both are. Because the Democrats on the committee, led by Dianne Feinstein, decided that uh, Dr. Ford was going to be a pawn in their chess game to seize power. That's what this is. She had that letter now eight weeks ago. A big week ahead again. And we'll be back. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.